Welcome to the You Got This podcast, featuring authors Donnie and Sandy. We invite you to settle in, open your hearts and minds, and be inspired to trust and present hope in the Lord. When you allow Him to lead the way, you got this. Hey guys, welcome back here to another awesome episode of You Got This with your host Sandy and Donnie from Your New Life Ministries. And we all know it's been a few uh, few weeks, few long weeks since our last podcast, and we do apologize for that. We just had some uh, rocky roads that we hit over the last few weeks with my lovely wife being sick, and it sometimes takes her a little bit to get over it. She's not completely over it yet, so just please keep her in your prayers that she finally beats this thing. Her, uh, her immune system is... Um, not up to par on sometimes with uh, minor illnesses. So did like us bring your prayers and we'll all get through it. But this is season four, episode 11, the meaning of Christmas. What does Christmas mean to you? I, I know with uh, my family, what it means, but what does it mean for your family? And we're going to touch on that with several verses throughout this podcast on what the true biblical name of the meaning of Christmas. But for me, uh, I think that the meaning of Christmas is spending time with your loved ones as much as you can during the, the, during the time you have on planet Earth, as long as God keeps you here. You're supposed to serve His purpose and uh, be there for your family. Not just uh, going commercialized like the world has done for Christmas. They always talk about after the holiday season how much... Uh, uh, Profit has been made during the season. Well, I think that is a bunch of crap. That's not the true meaning of Christmas. Not about how much money you spend, how much money you waste on different things that you probably will never use again after you buy it. No, the true meaning of Christmas is spending time with your loved ones, showing them the love of God. Going, to, maybe donating your time to the homeless shelters or something, just giving back to society and showing your family and ways to do that. That, to me, is a true meaning of Christmas. Yes, and welcome back. We are sorry for the long delay, but just know we're here to stay. So we're out for a few weeks. It's for a good reason, but we will always be back. And we're so glad to be back. So I don't know if you can tell my voice is still a little hoarse, but I am getting there. So, yes, the meaning of Christmas, what is it all about? Well, Christmas is all about the love of God, his unconditional love of God. And he says it so perfectly in Isaiah 59, 15 through 17. The Lord looked and was displeased that there was no justice. He saw that there was no man. He was amazed that there was no one to intercede. So his own arm brought salvation and his own righteousness sustained him. He put on righteousness like a breastplate, the helmet of salvation on his head. He put on the garment of vengeance and wrapped himself in a cloak of zeal. What does that mean? That God Almighty became salvation for us through his one and only son, Jesus Christ. That for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever should believe in him shall have eternal life. See, Christmas is all about God's unconditional love he sent to the world. 
eternity is forever. We have enough evil here on the earth. So if we relied on, well, he's a good person and he's a good person and, and that person is a good person on our own merits, but then we all have sin in our life and there, there's times that we all do wrong and that sin can overtake us. Romans 3.23 says we all fall short of the glory of God then guess what if just everyone got to come in by their own mer merits then guess what we would have the same evil in heaven for an eternity that's forever and ever and ever without end do you want that so there has to be some kind of line there has to be some kind of measuring line, and that was Jesus Christ. He came in the form of Jesus Christ. The true meaning of Christmas is God's unconditional love that he sent to mankind. And he came, and he was born as a man. And if you can, you can read this in Hebrews chapter 2, That he was born in the flesh. Why? So he can understand our weaknesses. So he can understand us. So he can identify with us. And it was man in the flesh. That gave everything over in the Garden of Eden. So it was man in the flesh who had the wind back that key. So that's why Jesus had to come in the flesh. Then also so he can understand us. The true meaning of Christmas is about the birth of Christ and his unconditional love. That's exactly right. God sent his son down here, not to condemn the world, but to be saved from it. Because he knew that the world would <clears throat> never, ever come up to his standards. It was just impossible because men are flesh. Mankind is flesh. We are sins of the flesh. And the reason why he did that is because people often ask me, well, if he knew that the world was going to turn into what it turned into, why did he do it in the first place? Simple. He didn't want robots. He didn't want to control our ways of thinking. He wanted to give us our own identities. And we guess what? We got our own identities because we had the right to choose what we want, when we want, how we want. And knowing damn good well as he did, we he knew we would fail. He wouldn't talk to Adam and Eve when they were in the garden because they said, oh, we are naked, we're ashamed. Like, why were you ashamed? How do you know you're naked? Because we ate from the tree that he told them not to do in the first damn place. So God knew exactly what he was doing, but he still did it anyway because he wanted his children to love him unconditionally. He didn't want robots. He didn't want to say yes, sir, no, sir, like the military does. He wanted us to have our own identities. <clears throat> so, yes, that is why God did it. But moving on, and, uh, we're talking about what the meaning of Christmas. Well, Jesus was born on Christmas. Everybody knows that. That was his greatest gift to us was his son. And he was so humble that he allowed his son to be born in a barn. Because there's no, we all know there's no room in the end. So he allowed it, hum, he humbled himself yeah, so much. He wanted his son born in a barn just like everybody else at that time. So think about that. 
he is a ruler of everything, and yet he allowed his son, his one and only flesh and blood son, that's going to redeem us, be born in a barn. Think about that. That is something that I never thought about till, till just now. He could have had him born anywhere in the planet, but he chose there for us. But Romans 5, 6 to 11 says, For at, all, at just the right time, while we were still powerless, Christ died for the ungodly. Yeah, it's for people. Just all of us. That's, uh, that includes all of us, because we, we there's no way in the world we can make it to heaven without his mm -hmm. uh, sanctity and um, gratification. There's no way. Very rarely will someone die for a righteous man. <laughs> Nobody I know of. Though for the good of man, someone might possibly dare to die, but God proves his love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Therefore, since we have now been justified by his blood, how much more shall we be saved from the wrath through him? For if we, when were enemies of God, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son, how much more, having been reconciled, shall we be saved through his life? Not only that, but we also rejoice in God through the Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have now received reconciliation. Think about this. If God wouldn't have sent his son for this particular purpose, we wouldn't have Christmas. We wouldn't have Easter. Matter of fact, the only holiday we would have is our freedom from uh, from England with 4th of July. And uh, we wouldn't have Good Friday without God. Think about that. We wouldn't have Good Friday without God. Everybody thought about that? All the major holidays that we have this day <coughs> is brought on by God. But I, I, and also I take that back. The only uh, the holidays that we would we do have without God is one Fourth of July and Memorial Day. And what does those two have in common? Well, the military fought for it through England and through the memorial of our soldiers who died to give us freedom. Mm -hmm. Veterans Day. One Veterans Day. My wife brought that to my attention. Veterans Day. See, without, uh, the other holidays are brought on by God himself through his son, Jesus Christ. Yes. So getting back to our topic, what is the meaning of Christmas? The meaning of Christmas is the unconditional love of God. And you can celebrate Christmas and all the different activities as long as you keep the main reason the main reason and not get so commercialized. If you remember the reason why you're giving it and in the way, in the unconditional love of God, you give gifts. And we're going to take a break and come back and finish up. But we could pray, you know, one of the Christmas songs that goes along with it. But since we're talking about the reason of Christmas is God's unconditional love, we chose to play a song by Jesus Culture called Love Has a Name. Yes, and we'll be right back right after this.
There's a longing that reaches past the stars There's an answer to every question There's a name There's a hope flowing through these veins There's a voice that echoes through the There's an ember ready for the flame There's a name We will fix our eyes on the
Hey guys, welcome back. We hope you enjoyed that song by Jesus Culture featuring Tim Walker Smith. <clears throat> so we're going to get back on topic here with the true meaning of Christmas. And top off this discussion, we're going to tell you this verse that we found in the Bible as well. <clears throat> Ephesians 2, 8, 9. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves is it a gift of God, not of results of not of not of the results of works, so that no one may boast. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> what are we talking about here? If we if you haven't uh, figured it out yet, Christ is the reason for the season. His love for us is the reason for the season. His love for us is a reason for life itself. Because without God, we wouldn't have life. If without His grace, we wouldn't be able to go to heaven. And a lot of people ask me, well, how do you know there's a heaven? Well, there's evidence all around us that of God's existence. So if God doesn't exist, there can't be a heaven. Look at the Grand Canyon. That is a natural design. No man on earth needs <laughs> No man on earth made mountains. No man on earth designed the dirt. No man on earth designed the grass. They just didn't come by natural design. God created everything on this earth, so why aren't we glorifying him for his works that he'd done in the first place? <clears throat> yeah, so you can keep Christmas and Christmas and still enjoy going to the family Christmas parties and work. As long as you remember why you're celebrating it make sure you're not just going to church on Christmas because we worship the Lord every day you don't just eat once a year partaking of the Holy Spirit fellowshipping with the Saints when you go to church reading your Bible you need your spiritual food every day, talking to the Lord every day, or you're going to be spiritually weak and Satan's going to win out in your daily life. So don't just make sure you're only going on special holidays. Make sure you're going to church every Sunday. Go to prayer meetings. Go to Wednesday, Wednesday night uh, Bible studies. You can celebrate Christmas and have Christmas in your heart every day because Jesus is the reason why we are we have eternal life. He's the reason why we have salvation. Read Luke. Some people start with Luke chapter 1 at the beginning of December and read a chapter every day. And my husband and I like to read about the birth of Christ on Christmas Eve. But then we also remember and we also put Christ even in the Christmas tree. He carried the cross, which was made of wood. So the, the bark of the tree stands for his humanity. Then the leaves of the tree, which are green, stands for the new birth that we have when we receive Jesus Christ. The lights on the tree stands for how the Holy Spirit illuminates our spirit when we receive him into our spirit. The ornaments on the tree stands for the fruit of the Spirit that we get when we receive him as Lord and Savior. The star on the tree stands for how he will guide our path 
in our days, our journey through life. See, you can put Christ back in Christmas and remember. And as you're giving those Christmas gifts, remember the love that you receive from God. You receive every day that you received when you became a child of God. Remember what Christmas is all about and how you celebrate it. You can still have fun and you can still give the gifts if you give it in the love that you receive from Jesus Christ. We love because he first loved us. And at the end of this program, we're going to give you a chance to receive him. And we have another Bible verse here for you. And so. Yeah, so continuing on, I thought, <clears throat> actually, my wife and I both thought of it together. She just found it in the folder. I didn't even know it was even in there. But I'm going to read this little passage called A Christmas Miracle. Well, her and I are both going to read it. Uh, but uh, he was telling me she wrote it. Oh, well, this is a product of my lovely wife. I should have known that considering I'm married to her. I had no idea. But I just thought it was nice that when she pulled it out, like, you know what? I'll take, we're going to read this. But it's titled A Christmas Miracle, which really ties into this podcast. So please bear with me as I read it. Is there a miracle in store for you? Just take a look around and see the beauty of the world. It's there for all to see. There are big trees and small flowers of every color. There are mountains standing high. Some are rocky with beauty all around. And some are covered with diversity, a diversity of trees with leaves different sizes and just as beautiful. When blowing in the, in the breeze, there are spring waters everywhere. Some flow into rivers, some into lakes. And still others into the sea, which flows into the ocean wide. And is there, Christmas, is there a miracle in store for you? The beauty of the world in which God created is a miracle itself. But, it's, but if that is not enough, take a breath. The air that you breathe is the ability to breathe in itself is a miracle from God. Look into the eyes of a newborn baby and you'll see the miracle of birth and life which God has given you and me. Is there a miracle in store for you? From the creation of the world to the breath of life, Given to each of us, God is a miracle every day. Yet give he gives us another miracle in the birth of Jesus Christ. The miracle he gave us in him is a gift, a gift of eternal life. This is a gift for free and is all for you who believe and receive. This is the greatest miracle of all. Which we've been talking about in this entire podcast. God has given us everything imaginable and all we even worthy of, of these gifts. To answer your question, no, we are not, because we are flawed in every way possible. But God loved us so much that he wanted to give us these miracles just because he wanted to, because he loved us so much. We are his children. But every now and again, we forget why we are here in the first place. But God did. And God still loved us, so he, he gives us mercy all the time. Yeah, so the reason for Christmas 
is the eternal life that we receive, and it's free. It's free. We don't have to earn it. Well, there are so many other religions out there. But this Christianity is not a religion. It's a relationship. And when you receive the Lord in his love, you become a child of God. If you are fatherless, you now have a heavenly father who will never, ever treat you like people in the world may treat you. Try something his love is unconditional. She got something wrong right there. When she said we are fatherless, none of us on planet Earth are follow our fatherless. We just don't have a father on planet Earth. Our father has always That's been and I always mean. will be in heaven. So this isn't our resting place. Earth is not our resting place. So when somebody says out there, oh, I don't have a father or, or something along those lines, you tell them, no, you're wrong. You do have a father. He's the one who loves you all along. You're just too blind to see. Yes, and that's what I was getting at. Is if you're fatherless here on earth, you have a heavenly father who will never leave you or forsake you. And he will love you unconditionally. Oh, yes, even when we do things wrong, read Hebrews chapter 12. He, we will receive discipline from the Lord. But that's only to help correct us because sin will alienate us from God, Colossians 1.21. And he doesn't want that. He doesn't want our path hindered. And so, yes, he corrects us as any father who loves his child corrects their children. That's in Hebrews chapter 12. So... Are you getting the true meaning of Christmas as God's unconditional love? It was given to us. That's why we celebrate it. And that love is deposited in our heart. And from then until the day we die and then after, we have the Holy Spirit to help us and guide us through life. Yes, when we do things wrong, the Holy Spirit's going to be there within us to give us that little nudge in our spirits to say this is wrong no or when you're about to make the wrong decision you'll feel this just no in your spirits like i don't think i need to do that maybe it's no and maybe god's telling you wait but when he wants you to go for it and do something he'll give you that peace because he's the prince of peace this is one relationship you don't want to do without other relation other religions you have to do something. And there's some that makes you want to commit suicide. Our God died for us. And it's the only religion where that does happen. That is true love. And that's the meaning of Christmas. The meaning of Christmas is love. Do you want to receive that today? Do you want to receive that love today? And you can put that love in everything you do and still celebrate it with all the fun of the season. Go in looking out, looking at lights, caroling, watching the Christmas, Christmas parade, remembering why you celebrate the season. Do you want to become a part of the family of God? Romans 10, 9 and 10, it says so easily. If you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. With your heart, you believe and are justified. With your mouth, you confess and are saved. It's just that easy. Just believe, repent, receive. Ask him into your heart.
and you've just became a child of God is surrendering your heart to the Lord, making him Lord of your life. But you got to have that about face turn because you can't keep living in sin and ask him in your heart. You, you got to make that decision to surrender your life to him. It's an about face because God says, whoever is not with me is against me. So you have to make that decision. God, I want it your way because if you keep doing things, you know, you keep going through life and you keep having the the same struggle and, and Satan, you're going to have struggles even as a child of God because we have evil in the world and not everybody follows God. But at least you have someone there to back you up and help you up where before you don't. And not only that, we're not, we don't know when we're going to die. No one knows that. We're not given the hour. You can go out tomorrow and be hit by a car and never wake up. You want to take that chance when it's so easy that you can just pray this prayer with us. Why don't you do that and then go on our website, yournewlifeministries.org, and let us know. Give us your name and address, and we got a free gift for you, a free book. So pray this prayer with me. Dear Heavenly Father, I do believe in you, that you are the one true God. I do believe that you sent your son to die on that cross for me and my sins. Lord, I ask you to forgive me of my sins. And I ask you to come into my heart as I make you the Lord of my life. And I ask you to fill me with your Holy Spirit, baptize me in your Holy Spirit, and show me the way through life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you just prayed that with me, then you have become a child of God. And that is the greatest miracle of all. You just received a miracle today. And congratulations and welcome home. And I hope you did pray that. And please do go to our website. And with any questions, uh, we still have more episodes to film of Talk Time. Uh, and we answer questions right there live on the air. So please do that. And welcome again to the family of God. That is the best Christmas gift you could ever give yourself. Is becoming a part of the biggest family there is. Ask him to show you a church because you got to get connected because that helped you because life is hard and if you're connected with other believers that helps you to stay strong get a good bible and start reading in the gospel start with john start in the new testament but start with john because the old testament just refers a lot to symbolizes jesus so you got to know who he is to know the symbolism of the old testament and then here is donnie with uh, our closing and some updates yeah, <clears throat> just remember, we've released several books over the last few weeks. You can check them out on our website at yournewlifeministry.org or anywhere books are sold. Or any website where books are sold, you can check them out there as well. And we're, we're actually moving some of our, uh, most of our books over to being self-published. They're not all done yet, so just keep, keep a lookout on them and we'll let you know. And we are going to be taking a break. Uh, during the uh, three days of Christmas week, okay, we're going to take a break from Friday 
all the way to Tuesday of uh, the of the twenty fifth. We're gonna be we're not gonna be having a podcast that weekend because uh, Sunday being Christmas Eve and Monday being Christmas Day, we are gonna be taking uh, Friday to Tuesday off for that week. So we won't have any podcast coming that week. That's because we want to be with our family and friends and spend time and just honoring God and the season that he gave us. It's like I said before, in, in, in the middle of this podcast, that all the major hollies that we have is all because of him. All because Jesus Christ came and forgave us for our sin. He was born for us. So, uh, and I just... And I just want to thank you all for being with us, helping us. And, let, and like I said earlier, please keep my wife in your prayers. She's almost over this stuff, but she's got a little bit hanging in there. So I just, uh, she's doing better now. But um, like I said, it's keeping your prayers. All right. And in closing, always remember, guys, you know you got this when you let God lead the way. I'll catch you later. Bye-bye.